Welcome back, all you beautiful people. Thank you for coming for another episode of Functionally Autoimmune. I'm super happy to have you all here for this episode today. Uh, there's a couple of different reasons why, one of which is because I love this topic. It's something that I've seen in, in both my practice as a respiratory care practitioner and as a health coach, and it comes up again and again, and it seems to be a common theme. So I started collecting data several years ago around this topic because I found it fascinating, because I saw that it was affecting so many people, and because I just wanted to see what the correlations were. What were the commonalities? What was the data and the different points that I could pull out of it? And what could I learn from it that would help me teach my clients, all of you, and my patients about eating and our emotions and how the two are connected? And you guys, it's unbelievable really how we don't even realize how emotionally connected we are to food and how our emotions drive not only the way that we eat daily but our choices so you know if we go to the kitchen and we're feeling exhausted and just drained from the day we're gonna make completely different choices than if we go into the kitchen and we are energized and we're awake and we're excited and we're really ready for the day and there's something that's amazing that's gonna happen that we have planned for for a long time, we're gonna make completely different choices between those two mornings. And it's not just the morning, it's not just a random day here or there that that we can look at and say, well, I was having an off day so I made I made those choices because I was feeling super tired or stressed out. It really goes so much deeper than that, and I have found this data and this information so fascinating in my own life and in my client's life and people around me. <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. So, so I'm super excited to finally share this data and this information with the world. So that's one of the reasons that I'm really excited about today's episode. Also, I have just released a book that has came available this week. So it actually released, it released on Amazon a couple of days early, but it released on Monday all over. So basically any ebook app that you have, you can get it. It's not in print yet. It's all ebook. So you can get it on your phone, on your computer, on your Kindle, on your Nook. Any ebook app that you have, you can get it on Barnes and Nobles, you can get it on Amazon, you can get it on so many different places, depending on what you like to use to find books online. So it released. I'm super, super excited. It turned out beautiful. Um, my team that helped me kind of put this together and you know, edited and read and and reread and recorrected and got everything so perfect for it to be out for you guys. I'm so thrilled. And it's a short book. It's only about 20 pages long because honestly, I wanted it to be short and to the point. So it basically gives you a brief description of emotional eating and why we do it and why we're kind of not really born to do it, but why we are 
almost programmed that way and how it came about like just the amount of time that humans have been eating with our emotions. So it talks a little bit about that, gives you a little bit of background history, goes into the categories that I have put together over years of research that are based on personality and what I have seen most in my clients and patients for different kind of personality categories that cause different choices. Um, so it really breaks down those categories. And so you can definitely read through, find out what category you fit in, what that means for you. There's a lot of information about kind of each one and why they feel a certain way. Some people fall directly into one of them and they read it and they're like, that is absolutely me. That's what I do. That sounds like my, exactly what my response would be. Um, that's absolutely me. And other people actually fit somewhere in the middle of two of the categories. So they might read one and think, well, that sounds, that sounds like me, but not completely. Read the next one and say, well, that sounds like me a little bit too. And actually they are a combination of those two personality traits. And so that's not uncommon if you read the book and you're like, I don't fit into just one of these. That's not uncommon. Uh, it was really hard actually to narrow it down to even just three categories, but it seemed like the majority of the people that I worked with were falling into one of the three or they were a very close in between two of them. So it really breaks that down. And then it goes into a very basic, very easy to follow, very straightforward plan on how to recognize when you're emotionally eating, how to stop that cycle, and different tricks and things that you can do to really be more conscious in your eating. So I'm really excited that the book is out there, you guys. It's $2.99, so for you know less than $3, you get all this great information, all this wonderful research that I've spent years putting together. I could have really turned it into such a huge book, but I wanted it to be almost like a guide that you can easily turn on. <laughs> I guess it's a, not flip through because it's not in print yet, but go to that as a resource and read through it and re-energize yourself and remind yourself why you're taking the steps that you're taking. And I really wanted it to be like a handbook. I wanted it to be something easy, simple, straight to the point to actually help people. So I decided to make it a much smaller kind of how-to book as opposed to a giant book. Now, one day I may go out there and write the big book <laughs> and add a few things to it, and I do have a couple of other books in the works. So it's possible, but, but I really wanted to get this one out there and I wanted to get it into people's hands. I have seen with just these small steps, I have seen people make amazing, amazing transformations in their lifestyle. So it's really super data backed. I have been reading and researching and working with people on this for years. So I'm so thrilled. And I hope that you guys will go check it out for less than $3. You can get my knowledge basically. <laughs> so that's why I'm super excited about today's episode. I am going to give you a little bit of information on it. Obviously, I'm not going to read you the whole book, uh, but I will give you a lot of the data, um, some of the background information and some things on there because I do want to talk to you about emotional eating today. So 
I want to start with, this is the question I ask a lot of my clients. And this isn't like a first, a first meeting, a first conversation type of question. This is, I've been working with you for a little while. I know you pretty well. We've gotten to know each other. And I come out with this question. And I do this often with various questions because I start seeing patterns in, in certain people who are struggling with certain things. And when I start recognizing those patterns, then I have to break out these questions because it really starts to open the door and it really starts to open people's minds on what's going on in their bodies. So my first question typically would be, do you think eating habits are attached to your emotions? So think about that for a minute. Do you personally, not in general, not you know your neighbor, not your best friend, not I know this girl who's having this problem eating emotionally, none of that. You personally, inside yourself, do you think that your eating habits are attached to your emotions? Okay. I know uh, most people that I talk to say, well, sure, you know, if I'm having a bad day, I want a piece of chocolate or if I'm super tired, I don't want to cook. So then I end up going out to fast food or, you know, there's various responses to that. So, so if your initial thought to that question is, is sure, sometimes if that's what you're thinking, that's okay. That's actually one of the personality traits and it's a, a normal common response. Okay. If your answer to that question is no, I only eat when I'm hungry and I only eat what I want to eat and it has absolutely nothing to do with how I feel. Again, totally normal response. That's okay. It doesn't really matter what your answer to that is because even if you're thinking to yourself, this lady's crazy. I you know, I'm not in some emotional state when I eat. I just am hungry and I go to the kitchen and I grab food and I eat. That also is totally fine. I have gotten so many different responses to this one single question, you guys, that I can't even tell you how many there are. But what's interesting is when we dig deeper into those responses, that's when we really start to see the magic happen. So let me explain a little bit. So if I ask you, do you think your eating habits are attached to your emotions? My, my answer to you is they are, okay? So regardless of how you're feeling or what your answer to yourself is, they are, okay? Your, your eating habits are attached to your motion, emotions. We are almost ingrained and taught from infancy that food is happiness Food is comfort, food is support, food is our friend, food is our enemy. The list can go on and on, right? So we have given this power to food to be uh, almost like a, a person, right? So we've turned food into a person, okay? So if you start thinking about your diet, and I don't like the word diet because I, honestly, diets are difficult. Diets are, um, I don't know, diets are just frustrating. So I don't really like the word diet, but your nutrition and your eating habits. So it's, it's so ingrained from birth, depending on your traditions and how you grew up. So let's say, you know, I grew up in the South. So food for us was comfort. That's why they call the United States 
Southern <laughs> comfort food, right? It's because it's super high carb. It usually is filled with cheese. It's usually filled with fried something. And while, yes, there's a vegetable or a fruit in there somewhere, it's usually deep fried, covered in something, or, you know, smothered in something. <laughs> so so it's it's completely comfort food. And so I was brought up to believe that if I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling tired or I'm feeling sad, I have this comfort food, right? It's comfort. I've now given this food a personality. So it's like a best friend. You know, if I'm having a bad day, instead of getting on the phone and calling my actual human best friend, I go to the kitchen and I find my nutritional best friend, okay, for comfort. And so it doesn't matter where you grew up or where you live. You, if you think in your mind right now, you can think of something that to you is a comfort food. It's something that maybe when you came home from school and were really sad, your parents fed that to you to make you feel better. Or maybe it's just something that you used in college to get through like a really hard test and it comforted you and it got you through the test. There's so many different things that it can be connected to that that food has become comfort to you. That's become your best friend when you need comfort. Um, just like comfort, we also have given food power when we are angry, when we're sad, when we're mad, when we're happy. So think about it. When is the last time, granted COVID has messed a lot of things up, so that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a difference depending on if you've had an event during this COVID pandemic, but Think of a time that you went to a wedding, a birthday, a celebration of some kind, a baby shower, um, a holiday, something where you're gathering with people to celebrate something, anything. It could be anything. Think about the most recent celebration that you attended. Was there food there? Your answer is probably yes. <laughs> now think about that celebration and think about the kind of food that was there. Was the celebration a theme and so the food matched the theme of that celebration? Was the celebration something that you always equate to a certain food? So let's just say a birthday and there was birthday cake there. So there was a big cake of some sort there. Was it a traditional celebration where there was always a, a certain kind of traditional food at this kind of celebration. So if you think about the last celebration that you went to and you think about the food that was there, think about how that food made you feel. Did you even pay attention to the food? Did you know that it was there? Did you eat the food while you were there? And when you walked in, maybe you were expected to bring food. Maybe it was kind of like a potluck style we all bring food to this celebration. So maybe part of it was you got to actually cook or prepare or purchase a special food for this celebration. And so not only are you excited and happy about the celebration, you've then provided this amazing food for the celebration and there's already amazing food at the celebration, okay? So my point to this is there's almost never a celebration anywhere in the world where there's not food. We have been programmed to believe that to have a good, fun, successful, exciting <laughs> celebration, we have to have great food, right? 
if you think about a wedding, so think about the last wedding that you went to. Now, weddings are traditionally different in, in all parts of the world. So this could look different depending on where you live. But think about the last wedding that you went to. Typically, at the reception, people are fed food. If you knew the bride, were the bride, <laughs> were friends or family of the bride, you may have been involved in food tasting, deciding what kind of food theme to go with, deciding what kind of food to have. You may have been a huge part of that decision making. And so it became much more emotionally attaching to you because you had to be a part of that process. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, with 75 absorbable vitamins and minerals in just one scoop per day. I've increased my energy, immune function, and so much more. AG is a non-negotiable part of my daily routine. For your own risk-free AG, plus 20% off, and free vitamin D3 K2 supplement, go to www.athleticgreens.com backslash functionally autoimmune, or look in the notes of this podcast and you can find the link there. Trust me, you want to add athletic greens to your day. It makes such a huge difference.